Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Today is a special episode as we're joining our new friend Cordelia. Hi Cordelia. Oh hi, it's so nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's just, oh, it's a real treat. Oh, and for our listeners, what do you look like and what class are you? Oh, well I'm a human woman. I am a, a by the page, you might say I'm a barbarian, but I see it more as an intense focus on a, a kind of a runner's high or more of a, an endorphin rush than any sort of anger. I think you need to look at anger and sort of introspect that and see where it's coming from. And not that it's not a useful thing, but you shouldn't really let it get out of hand. Uh, I like to stay fit. I, I wear mostly runner's clothes. My daughter says my jeans are mom jeans, but I don't know. I, it's so tough to stay in style. Uh, my hair, uh, uh, kind of down to my, my shoulders, it's not as blonde as it once was. Uh, I, I give it a little help with that, but uh, it don't match my eyebrows, if, if you're keen to notice. <laughs> oh, um, I, I guess I should say that you're talking to, this is the first time I've done this character. Um, no. You're not. You're just talking to a random, faceless interviewer because I don't. I don't have your accent nailed down yet, guys. Okay. So, question one out of fifteen for our interview. You're a new addition to the Cran Box. What color would you be, and why? Well, I think I might be purple. <laughs> maybe I'm saying that because I like it a lot, or maybe it's just bluebell's my favorite flower, and <laughs> sort of a misnomer that it, they call it bluebell. They can be blue, but my favorite ones are purple. Uh, so maybe it's just I'm gravitating that because I like it, and I just want that to be me. Yeah. Why shouldn't we be things we like? We sh- we've got to work towards something, being a flower. You can be a flower, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question two. What are your strengths, Cordelia? Uh, well, I think my strength is in mostly helping other people find theirs. Anybody who... It's a real, a, a special treat for me to take something that somebody's a little self-conscious on and helping them turn that into a strength of their own, that they might be a little hesitant at first, but with a little coaxing, they can turn it into something that they're real proud to show off. Oh, that's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Um, I bet your teammates really appreciate that. <laughs> well, I sure hope they will. Cool. It reminds me of the show Chihayafuru, which is where it's like a sports anime. I'm mm-hmm. just going total faceless interviewer for this. You guys are just here in the real me. And the whole point is that it's not about your opponent. It's about yourself in the match and how you can turn what was, once was your weakness into your new strength. Well, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, question three. What are your weaknesses? <laughs> well, I... I've always felt the ability to keep a conversation moving is sort of a, an important tool for anybody's kit, but my kids would sure be sure to tell you quick that I got a weakness for overusing the spoken word of a pad. They're always trying to drag me away from a chat with their teachers or instructors. Just yesterday, uh, grabbed the butcher over on the, is, is that Tidewater Avenue? You, you know the one, I'm sure. His beef just always tastes the best. It makes me seem like a wonderful cook in turn, but really it ain't nothing special. I was asking how he does it, and he was telling me about selecting for the perfect type. He was calling it marbling. Mm. You see, I just get going, and there's sort of a momentum to it. 
Yeah. Well, I'm maybe talking about something that a person's passionate about passionate about with them is a good way to bond. I bet the butcher loved talking about marbling with you. Well, yeah, we seem sure had a great time. Well, uh, my, my my youngest hunter, he, he didn't really like standing around the counter for that long, and we had places to be, and you know how it is. Ah, well, kids, you know, um, what can they do? <laughs> uh Speaking of kids and growing up, question four out of 15 is, where did you grow up? Well, that's uh, kind of an interesting question that maybe I should have covered just a little bit ago. Uh, I'm not sure where folk with southern accents come from around here, so if they don't come from Nicomore, that might be something about my past we need to sort out just a tad. <laughs> but if there's uh, southern folk here in Nicomore, yeah. then uh, yeah, I think I've been knocking around these neighborhoods for most of my life. Well, Dr. Crud Third would tell you, uh, that is from season 2021 for our listeners, that there are absolutely Southern-accented people in Nicomoy, for sure. Well, then he and I have probably shared a brisket or two. <laughs> yes, and quite the large portion, they're an elephant, so, <laughs> yeah. Well, we both remember that, then. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, question five. Cordelia, why do you want to join the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild? Well, my girlfriend, Darla, she she dropped 10 pounds and she dropped an ounce since I last saw her. And I asked about, like, what's your secret? Do you have some sort of routine? Is there a new trainer that you've been seeing? To, oh, man, she's just always got the best stuff going on. And she told me that she'd been doing these kickboxing classes. So I told Gregory, I said, Gregory, I have a new plan for Tuesdays and that it would be on him to make sure that he gets eaten to soccer after school and make sure that Hunter keeps on pace with the studies. And I signed myself up for some kickboxing. Well, that's, you see, I, I thought I was signing up for kickboxing lessons. And, and this is so me, because next thing I know, I'm fighting off these giant rats in the disused tavern. At, well, the basement of, a, of an old tavern. And so I thought that that was uh, the kind of thing that I would, you know, shy away from or not really gravitate toward but that was three months ago now my arms start to tone my serotonin's up and i'm just having the time of my life <laughs> sometimes you just chance into things you enjoy <laughs> ain't it always the way i call it serendipity to serendipity yeah question six uh every year in nikimoy there's an annual fighting tournament which i'm sure you're familiar with it's sort well, of, of like a, a super bowl if you will a festival that everybody in town watches if you were given a one-minute advertisement time spot during the annual Nicomoy Fighting Tournament, what would you fill it with? Well, I have a little it, kind of a cottage um, uh, business where when I get free time, if you can call it free time, I find that idle hands are the work of devils. But uh, I, uh, I run a little, little business out of my house for making baby shoes. Uh, do you have little ones? If you got little ones, you got to send them my way. I'll hook you up with a pair of little, little baby shoes. So I would, uh, I would tell them that I make very high quality baby shoes. I can't make enough to supply everybody in the stadium, but maybe if they all wait patiently in line, I can, I can get them some baby shoes that are, they'll look real good for a year or two. However long, uh, well, folks of different races, they, they don't always age at the same rate. So some have little feet. Like I could make gnome shoes probably just about the same. 
Oh, I bet the gnomes love that. I'm sure they wander into a shoe store and they're like, do you have a size one? And everybody's like, hmm. <laughs> so that's perfect for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question seven. I guess you did just kind of say it, but what do you like doing in your spare time? Well, I don't know that I get a lot of spare time. I'm mostly uh, getting the kids off to wherever they need to be or uh, I, exactly. When I, when I do have a little time to myself, I try and occupy it making um, leather work in these, these baby shoes. I am adept at the, the cobbler's tools. My, my, my papi, he told me how to, how to use that. So I'm often not even making shoes, just making sure that my awls are sharp and I got all the materials that I need. So running around, picking up leather, uh, moving through scrap bins, seeing what I can get for cheap. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's the bulk of my spare time, if you can call it that. Yeah. I mean, product sourcing is one of the most important part of businesses. If you can get your initial investment down, you can increase your profit, for sure. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, got to get that return on investment at at least 10, or it's not worth your time. Well, you're a very wise woman. Perhaps <laughs> you should oversee our finances, because... I just don't know. My margins are so thin. I just want to hook everybody up and be their best friend and give them the good deals. But And it's more of a hobby than a, a business, I suppose. Oh, goodness. I had a friend who was operating an ROI of two, and I was like, look, <laughs> you need to increase your prices. And if they love it, they will pay it. And if they don't love it, then make something else. Yeah, that Darla tried to tell me the same thing, and I don't know. Maybe it's just not for me to, to make a profit. Maybe it's just for me to make sure that people have happy feet. Mm -mm, well, uh, hey, as long as you are happy with what you're accomplishing, if seeing the children of Nikamui in brightly colored little booties makes your day, then if that's your goal, then you can accomplish it. Yeah. All right. Uh, question eight out of 15. So we're halfway done. What things in life are still a mystery to you, Cordelia? Well, I find that most anything's a mystery the closer you look. I love blue bonnets, but I don't know how exactly they get more of them or what makes them tick. And they probably say they don't understand nothing about how I operate. And most anything, you talk to an expert and you realize that the more you know about something, there's an infinite amount more that you don't know about it, but you know that you don't know it. And there's a bigger more infinite amount that you don't know that you don't even know about it. So I think every little thing's just full of mysteries. Mm, there's a phrase for that, and I can't remember what it's called. Oh, no. I'm going to have to look that up afterwards. Oh, well. But yes, that is a common sentiment for sure. Mm, the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. yeah exactly. All right. Question nine. Everybody's got one. Not everybody's aware of it. Cordelia, what's your annoying habit? Well, again, I, I do have a gift for keeping a conversation moving. Some You can watch their body language. They're starting to shift. They've uh, made a move toward the door a couple times. They put their coat on. They're standing by, and here I go yakking. I just find everything so interesting, and I go on. And, well, I, I think I, there's definitely those who find it. A bit annoying. They got places to be where I like to kind of linger in a moment and let it just sort of, sort of be what it's going to be. Especially folks who are keen to business like to keep things, you know, moving right along, like on the track. And I'm 
more of a, a laid back, lazy river kind of talk. Mm. And that don't always jive. You often encounter that Midwestern hands on hips goes to stand up from the chair whelp. <laughs> Very much so. And I, I am trying to, to learn to read that, you know, not everybody wants to be in a conversation until they're dead in the grave. But, you know, that's just how I am. I am trying to be more accommodating to, to folk who just, <laughs> they want to say their piece and be on their way. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, what is life if not getting to chat with friends? Like... Who couldn't use a little bit more company nowadays, especially nowadays? So eh, I think that's if that's your worst pet, what's it called? Annoying habit. <laughs> then that's not that bad. OK, well, Chris. maybe you should talk to my daughter because she's trying to learn independence. She's just always harping on me. Mom, you're going on again. And I see. Well, I suppose I am I'm trying to learn to listen to her insights. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Trying to listen to your children is very admirable. That you really, to have not been exhausted of that yet is quite the skill. <laughs> well, I tried to raise them with wisdom. It'd be a fool of me to not listen to it once it came about, right? Ah, so it circles around. It's because it's you're an awesome parent that they must surely know something by now. <laughs> well, whether it was nature or nurture, I had a hand in it. <laughs> fair, fair. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Question 10. Cordelia, do you speak any other languages? Well, I surely do. I speak celestial. As a, a good church-going woman, I find it's important to, to read the word as it was originally written and spoken, so as not to have those interpreters in the middle who knows what their intentions might be. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Straight to the source. Well, yeah, of course. If a choir of angels are singing, who am I to go to somebody else to hear their words? That don't make no sense to me. Yeah, you can't be lazy about it. You gotta learn to speak the language, definitely. <laughs> well, that's great. All right, question 11. Where would you like to visit? Well, I haven't really been many places at all, so most anywhere's probably got its own adventures, its own mysteries to unravel. So, uh... <laughs> I think I'm quite keen to wind up most anywheres. All right. Well, you definitely will with the fire-breathing kittens. Who knows where we're going? <laughs> that certainly seems to be the case. I've only been here a short while, and just the stories that float around that hall, well, I was going to say you would not believe, but I suspect you would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been some times. It's, it's good times. I think you'll like it. Okay, so now we're heading into silly question territory. It is question 12 out of 15, and it is, Cordelia, do you like pickles? Well, of course I like pickles. What best to go on, I'm going to say pulled pork, but it's, we uh, we did this kind of, uh, y'all might call it a field trip. Uh, we took our, our kids out to a farm, and we were uh, showing them, you know, how to... It came about because Eden, she wanted a horse. We don't have no place for a horse, but I thought maybe she spent time with them and kind of maybe get that out of her system or at least know what she likes so that as we, you know, maybe in the future we figure out some way she can go ride and, and such. But anyway, uh, as we're working on the farm, there were these piglets. They'd dig out under the fence and they'd come around and they were hanging with us while we were milking cows or goats or, you know, mucking stalls and whatnot and they have this like mischievous streak to them like 
they knew that they were misbehaving just to get a rise out of you because it was some little game and you'd call them on it and they'd look at you and kind of shriek and wiggle and then they'd run back <laughs> off, back and dig right back under the, the fence and go back where they were supposed to. And anyway, after that, I, I wish I'd never tasted pork in the first place to know how delicious that pigs were. Pickles sure do go well on a pulled, pulled pork with uh, some good sauce. What was the question? <laughs> oh, no. That's quite the dilemma. It is indeed. It is indeed. Wow. Well, I mean, do you eat pickles on pulled pork sandwiches, I guess? Is that... Well, nowadays I'd probably just eat a pickle sandwich rather than the pork if I can avoid it. But I suppose if if that pig's already been slaughtered, I I can't help it now. So Ah. no sense such a thing going to waste, but... I wouldn't uh, go out of my way to drive demand for such a thing. Well, demand. I, I've been listening to you and Darla. That's a business <laughs> word. <laughs> it is. But I mean, if the sandwich did not exist, then would the piglet? Whew. We were talking about mysteries. I think you might have gone right over my head with that one. I'm, I'm sure I don't quite get it, but you might be right. You might just be right. Third from last question, another silly one. A penguin walks through that door right now wearing a sombrero. What does it say, and why is it here? Oh, boy. Now, penguins are those little cold birds that like to dress all fancy. Well, yeah. I'd say, friend, your headwear don't seem to match your tux. Uh, do you have a shoe salesperson, perhaps? Uh, maybe we can get you some, some wingtips. That would be a pun both on your wings and the kind of shoe that kind of go along with the... Is this the premise of a joke that I haven't heard? At this point, I don't know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, someday it should be. We'll talk to one of those clever folks. Do y'all have a bard? I feel like they could could write something up to make... Oh, man, just a knee slapper out of that one. Ah, yes. There are so many bards here. It's perfect. It's perfect. (laughs) All right, question 14, second to last question. Cordelia, what would you like remembered about you? Well, I hope people remember me, I, I think, as a, as a good mother. Uh, I hope that people say good things about my kids when they go on and that my, my legacy is to, to build those who make the world better so uh, that we keep on improving as we go on and not destroying things that were here before we got here. I think it's a a mark of a fool to come in and make something worse than it had been. And we wouldn't want to be a fool, everybody. Everybody listening, do not be a fool. All right. Very last thing. What is one message you would give to your fans? My my fans? I I don't know that I'm a little nervous now. My hands are all ringing. I don't know that I have any fans, but if I, I did... I would tell you to, to dig deep and and commit to whatever it is that you're trying to do. Uh, some folks say that on the new year, you should uh, start a, a resolution, uh, commit to some, some goal. And I think, well, that's not bad advice. Better might be if there's something you want to do, if there's a place you want to go, you best start walking now because trips take a long time. You're going to have to make some diversions along the way and put one foot in front of the other. That, that's what I would tell you. That's excellent advice. Uh, yeah, totally, listeners. And I hope you have a lot of fans, Cordelia. Yeah, it, I mean, you heard it here, folks. Start walking now. 
So um, thank you for joining us today, Cordelia. Well, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, and you will see Cordelia in an upcoming adventure. Woo! Bye!